you are listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast with your host, Mimi Footnip. That's me. And I need a new intro. I don't know. That's just, it doesn't feel like that's really working. But I love the music. I, I want to say this. I've mentioned this before, but it bears repeating. Thank you, Riker. Riker is a pedal fan. He's a, actually, he's a creator, an artiste, and he's also a subscriber and a supporter and, and a friend. And he created that intro music using cranking sounds from my Jeep. And I love it. And it makes my heart smile every time I hear it. Not that I listen to my own podcast, really, because, you know, <laughs> it's kind of cringy to hear yourself talking, like, at least for me, it is. So I kind of go through and edit it, just lightly edit it and make sure that the sound is okay or whatever. And then I don't go back and listen to it again. So <laughs> but I do really, really, really love the music. So thanks once again to Riker for providing that for all of us. And I do feel like I need kind of a cooler or better intro something to say to you guys other than like you're listening to the Puddle Pumping podcast. Anyway, Today, I'm going to try to read a few emails. We'll see how many I get through and um, respond to them. And I don't have, a re I don't plan out responses. I don't, I'm not, you know, a professional podcaster, obviously, but I do love doing this podcast. And the, the reason that I love it so much is because of you. You guys send me so many awesome emails and support me in the clip store and clips for sale and on OnlyFans and Avian Stars and all of that good stuff and leave me really, really kind comments all over my social media, promoting me, recommending me. I appreciate that so much. It really makes a huge difference uh, to me because, you know... <sighs> Pedal pumping, well, I feel like I say this every time, pedal pumping is something that I love and it takes time and money to do and just having your support really, it does. It means a lot to me and knowing that, you know, there's people out there enjoying it just as much as I'm enjoying creating it, that really, it's just rewarding, you know? Anyway, we've got this nice symbiotic relationship going on. Let's keep it going. Before I get into the emails, I want to take a short break and then we'll just dive right in. Hey, I'm back. Uh, this first email says, Hello, Mimi. I really like your pedal pumping content and your podcasts are really great. I'd love to ask you some questions about pedal pumping since you seem to be open to talk about this subject. It may be intrusive to ask you this, but how do you like pedal pumping? Is it just a thing that you found funny and you like to do it for fun, or do you like it in a more sexual way? Like for example, do you get horny while cranking your car or revving your car, and if it is the case, did you ever done something to pleasure yourself while cranking or revving your car? And I'm also very curious to know what cranking feels like to you, since it is the thing that gets me going. Do you love cranking cars? If you don't want to answer me, I would understand, but I would really love to know your point of view on those points. I'm really curious. Thank you. Great questions. Thanks for the email. And if anyone listening wants to email me with questions or with their own pedal pumping stories, 
feel free to do so. You can reach me at mimifootnip at gmail.com. I apologize in advance if I don't reply to your email, but I will try to get it on the podcast at some point. Just keep it classy. You know, don't, (laughs) I don't know. You figure out what the line is for that as far as like crossing the line into maybe stuff that anyway. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) let's, let's talk about this, this email. Um, well, first of all, I'm glad you like the my content and the podcast. Thank you. That's always nice to hear. And I am definitely open to talking about pedal pumping for sure. I love it. I just found myself actually last night talking to a cousin who lives out of state who I hadn't talked to in quite some time. And I started telling her about pedal pumping and that I'm doing pedal pumping content and blah, blah, blah. And it was like the floodgates open and I just wanted to like talk her ear off for hours about pedal pumping and like all the different things and all the different ways to do it and all the different like you know kind of subcategories of pedal pumping and and I realized like when I talked to somebody new well she's not new she's my cousin I've known her my whole life but when I talk to somebody that's new to pedal pumping I just want to like blubber on (laughs) forever does that ever happen to you guys like you start talking to somebody about pedal pumping and they don't know what it is so you start explaining and sharing and then you just find yourself like going down the rabbit hole of like let me tell you everything I know about pedal pumping anyway maybe it's just me it's just me okay (laughs) so how do I like pedal pumping well I'm not sure what you mean by how do I like it but I'll answer the other questions that are a little more specific is it a thing that I find funny um I mean there are funny moments I guess of pedal pumping but generally I don't find it like amusing I don't I don't think it's funny like haha I do like to do it for fun yes absolutely I think pedal pumping is super fun there's so many things that are fun about it depending on the type of content that I'm making but I think the thing that I like the most is making the content like actually the filming, uh, editing it all, uploading it, dealing with haters, commenting and all that. Not so fun, but I'll deal with that because creating it is such a high. It's such a rush. You know, I love it. And what I really would love to do is do some live puddle pumping like in person So I actually am kind of moving in this direction of offering in-person pedal pumping sessions so that, you know, you can come and be a passenger. (laughs) We can meet up somewhere. I don't know. We'll see. I have to kind of iron out the details of how that's all going to work out. But it's this like fantasy that I have that I want to incorporate into my business model of offering pedal pumping sessions, you know, where you could like be in the back seat or the passenger seat or outside the car, behind the car, you know, there's a lot of like interesting things that involve tailpipes and exhaust. And I feel like there's so many different scenarios that could be really, really enjoyable. So yeah, it is fun. I mean, definitely, I think it's fun. Do I like it in a more sexual way? Hmm. I don't really find pedal pumping to be sexually arousing 
when I'm creating content, like I'm driving my car, I don't feel sexually aroused when I'm driving because of the driving. I mean, I'm there may be something else going on, but no, I would say that I don't find it inherently just on its own arousing. I do find it thrilling and exciting and fun and I kind of get off on it more like a dom high filming and knowing that you're going to watch it so I definitely feel differently when I'm just driving my car around by myself and when I'm driving my car around and the camera's rolling um, cranking videos are always super exciting because you know I'm creating those with you in mind and even you know sometimes I don't really create I don't really set up cranking videos with my Jeep because you know it's a vintage it's a classic car it's expensive and cranking is really hard on a car you know especially when you're doing it repeatedly over and over and over for content so I don't really set out to make cranking videos with the Jeep however sometimes it doesn't start and it cranks and it will crank a while especially in the morning right when it's cold because it's carbureted so i try to capture that and then i can put together the the footage and make a cranking video in the jeep but it's not something that i am like trying to set out to do it sort of like happens so when that does happen, I'm like, like, fuck, my car's not starting. But then I'm also like, sweet, like, I'm going to get some good video. I was so pissed, you guys. The other day, I had the most epic, cranking, cold start ever. It was so good. And when I, um, and I had a couple different cameras rolling, capturing different angles, and when I looked at the footage, it was it was on time warp. Or, so when it does that, there's no sound. And I actually, my boyfriend called GoPro support to see if there was a way to get the original, you know, in it. You can't, you can't, you can slow down the video, but the sound is gone. And the sound is like, the sound is the gold, right? That's the cranking sound. Without the sound you know it's no fun so i was so <laughs> bummed so i've been really extra extra careful checking my gopro settings i swear though when i set it up i checked i always check but anyway you know sometimes things happen so that was a total bummer and i don't know why or how i got off on that tangent i guess to talk about cranking um Cranking is pleasurable to me because there's like drama involved and I don't, I'm a terrible actor. So like coming up with like a scenario is sometimes hard. I love it when you guys suggest scenarios, uh, like cranking scenarios and things like that. What I do feel like comes really naturally to me is the emotions because I've had so much car trouble in my life and I am a sensitive emotional person that feeling anger and frustration and fear and despondency and worry and panic and all of these different emotions that happen when you're actually having car trouble 
um, embarrassment. That's another thing that happens, right? Because like you're, especially if you're breaking down in traffic. I have a story. Oh my god, maybe, maybe I'll have to. What should I do? Should I tell a, a, a real life car trouble story, or should I try to get through all these emails? Oh my gosh, decisions, decisions. Well, let me finish this email. Um, but basically, yeah, embarrassment, all these different emotions that can occur and that do occur during a, a car breakdown, car trouble experience, I can channel that pretty easily. That's, you know, just kind of raw emotion coming out. So I don't really feel like it requires acting in the sense that, like, I don't feel like I have to fake that. So cranking, I like that. It's fun. It's kind of a place, it's cathartic. I can just let out all this emotion. Sometimes it's more like, you know, I'm angry. I have kind of a more of an angry tone. Sometimes it's just like heavy sighing and frustration. Or sometimes it's kind of like begging and pleading, you know, like uh, it, it really, it really just kind of depends on what naturally comes up for me. I don't really try to direct it so much I just let it emerge and so that's really that's fun now is it is it sexually arousing no not really not really but it does feel like flirting so like I said there's something about having the camera rolling and making content pedal pumping content that is like it is sexual in nature and it is flirty and it is that way because of you because I know that you're going to watch it and so it's that kind of space in between in between us where those feelings emerge but in and of itself like if you heard the the episode where I talk about flooding my jeep with my boyfriend's mom like I was not I was not turned on (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was mortified. I was not turned on. You know, I show up, like, wanting to show off my Jeep and thinking I'm so cool in my Jeep. And then I fucking flood the thing. And I don't know how to get it started. And I'm just, oh, my God, so embarrassing. So I was was not, I was not aroused (laughs) at all. And then you also ask me if I've ever done something to pleasure myself while cranking or revving my car. Like sexually pleasuring myself, I guess is what you're getting at. I'm going to assume that. No, no, I can't say that. I can't say that I have. It would be funny though. If I like stashed a vibrator in the glove box or something, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what you have in mind. I haven't done that. I haven't done that. And I also, you asked me more about cranking and what cranking feels like. You know, I did talk about it in an episode, a previous episode. I'll talk about it a little bit again. You know, it's kind of this like battle of wills between me and the car and like it's cathartic. Like I just said, the emotional release and, and that that I go through. Yeah, it's kind of a power trip. I really like cranking. Cranking's one of my favorite things, actually. I don't know, there's a lot of things that kind of compete for favorite hood, but I I really do like making cranking videos. And, and I don't even fully understand why. I don't know if any of you feel this way. Like, 
you love puddle pumping some specific detail and you maybe kind of know why but not really you're like I don't know I just like it <laughs> I just really like it and I don't have a really clear explanation for you about it oh the other thing that I'm really interested in and this has been a growing interest and maybe I'll save this you know and do a whole video a uh, whole video maybe I'll do a whole podcast on this at some point but I have a growing interest in doing stuck videos and I feel like there's some crossover between cranking and stuck in the fact that like the car is not going and you're like you as the driver are battling you know trying to get this car to go and a little damsel in distress kind of energy there and like the car's kind of putting up this challenge putting up a fight maybe or I I don't know I there, I have never made a stuck video one I don't have a way to pull my car out of the I mean I guess I have my jeep but if I I, I don't okay let's let me let me be super super real about this I, I don't want to get my BMW stuck uh, the cost to have it detailed is, you know, like, uh, I just don't want to get mud all over my BMW, that car. I love, I love that car. But, but even beyond that, like, let's say I rented a car or I somehow, you know, got, I did it in the Volvo or some other car. Fine. But I live in California and we are perpetually in drought here and I, I have no access to mud or snow. And so I'm just going to put this out there. If anyone would like to invite me to their muddy, snowy place and offer a car that I could get stuck in, I would absolutely consider traveling to do that. I... I would really, really, really love to have the opportunity to make stuck videos. I think that would be so much fun. Unrelated to cranking, but I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of crossover. I'm wondering what you guys think. Like, if you're into if you're into stuck videos, I would love to hear from you and love to hear like what it is about stuck that appeals to you because I'm trying to figure out what about it appeals to me. I even have like some shoes that I think like, oh, these would be good for a stuck video. You know, like, I don't know. I um, I just really want to make stuck videos. So I'm curious. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me. Let me know what you think. And I think I've hit on all your points, dear reader. Uh, if you have other questions, let me know. And let me know if you ever feel sexually aroused when you're having car trouble or you know you're driving or revving or something like that I'd be interested to know all right I'm gonna move on to the next email this one says thank you for spending your valuable time with the podcast you are sounding great you asked about specifics on your car trouble experiences the more details you remember the better but as years go by I know the memories fade was the car trouble a surprise or did you enter the vehicle expecting it might be trouble? Was it normal to take several attempts so you didn't realize that you were in trouble for a bit? Were you in a soft speaking were you a soft speaking beggar or did you get angry or maybe you didn't say anything? Would love it if it happened in pantyhose and you slide 
keel off to pump the gas in nylon-covered foot, but also realize not everyone is dressed up during car trouble. You will make the stories great either way. Thanks again and best wishes. And this same person also writes to me later, Loved hearing your voice to my words. Thank you. I would absolutely pay to hear you tell your car cranking stories in great detail. As amazing as the videos are, you have a voice that melts. And to listen to you describe each cranking attempt with what your foot is doing, what you are saying to car, etc. would be a pleasure. I remember you reading another email that the author sent you a story when you read the car sound of cranking. It was heaven. Well, thank you. That's really sweet because I, like I said earlier in this podcast, feel kind of hearing my voice. It feels cringy. I'm definitely not a professional or even an amateur broadcaster. I'm just a woman who likes to talk about pedal pumping. And so here I am talking about it. But I really, really appreciate that. That's super sweet and it makes me, gives me a little confidence or at least it makes me feel a little less cringy. Uh, to know that you think that it sounds okay, that I sound okay on here. So thank you. I, you know, it's funny because I was just going to talk about a pedal, uh, a car trouble episode, and then this email is about car trouble stuff. So <laughs> the what? So let me try to answer your questions, and then I'll ramble off into my tangents and things. Was my was car trouble a surprise? Or did I kind of expect it? Oh, depends on the car. So yeah, my first vehicle was a 1979 Volkswagen Rabbit. It was beige. It was a two-door with beige vinyl seats. And I loved that thing. I used to like, you know, wash it in my parents' driveway and like, with the garden hose and a bucket of like soapy, you know, water and a big car wash sponge and stuff and like bath towels to dry it, you know. I I, was... <laughs> I loved that car. Uh, but it was a piece of shit and it broke down a lot. And so I, I never knew. I mean, it broke down a lot. <laughs> like I came home in the tow truck quite often uh, and my dad used to work on my car. So, you know, none of this, like, taking it to the shop. It was like my dad would be in the garage swearing, hood up, you know, trying trying to, like, figure out what was wrong with the car. And weirdly, those are, like, happy memories. I guess having my dad's time and attention like that. I had a really great dad. He, he died when I was young, unfortunately. But, um... Yeah, he used to work on my car, and so my car would just be kind of out of commission until he could get it running again, and he would do some little repair or something, and then it'd break down again and again and again and again. I never really knew what the problem was. I just knew that sometimes it would just die when I was driving it. It would just lose power. That happened. Oh my gosh, like on the freeway and stuff. I remember that happening. And one time I was trying to show off to this boy that I was kind of dating involved with trying to impress and like decided that I was going to go off-roading in my rabbit and then it broke down like like in a field and I had to call my dad and <laughs> have him like pull it out of this field <laughs> god 
So I, yeah, there were lots of things that happened um, where I had no idea if my car was going to start or if it started, if it would stay running because it would die. Another funny memory that just popped into my head. This isn't really about me having car trouble, but I learned to drive on my boy, my high school boyfriend's 1980 Volkswagen Scirocco five speed. And that car broke down all the time. There was something wrong with like first gear or something. So we would have to push it to start it. <laughs> and uh, I got two seatbelt tickets as a passenger in that car before I even had my driver's license. I had like seatbelt tickets because I hated wearing my seatbelt. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm, I'm way off topic. Let's get back to um, car trouble. So yeah, what was normal, you asked me, wasn't normal? Uh, Nothing was normal. It was all, it was kind of all normal. It was like just such a, I don't know, like a random ass, like draw a number out of a hat type of thing. Now that's a really weird analogy. It was like, I don't know, it was just a total mixed bag. Like I never knew what was going to happen. And what did I do? Okay, so (laughs) you guys are going to laugh at me if I tell you what I, like, my go-to thing. And this is, like, since I was a teenager, the thing that I always do when my car breaks down or doesn't start or dies when I'm driving it, The very first thing I do, and I've got some stories about this too, oh my god, I apply lip gloss or lipstick. That's the first thing you do when your car breaks down. You gotta put on your lipstick. Refresh your lipstick, okay? So you kind of like cock the rear view mirror toward your face and kind of tilt your chin up. Hopefully, you know, I don't know why, but it seems like my car often would break down at night. Maybe that's because that's when I would be out and about. But you try to get a little bit of like the street light, maybe turn the light on inside the car, cock the rear view mirror towards your face and reapply and touch up your lipstick. I mean, that's what you do. So that's the first step. That's kind of like, okay, it buys me a little time to like try to calm myself down and figure out like what am I gonna do now I have a cell phone but back in the day nobody had cell phones there we didn't even have those call boxes on the freeway you know and oftentimes I'd break down in places that were just (laughs) just a random place so you apply lipstick and then you know you try to get your car started I tried to get my car started, right? But it it was not always successful. And so sometimes it was a matter of waiting for someone to stop. Sometimes it was a trucker. Sometimes it was a tow truck. Sometimes it was a cop. Sometimes, you know, you'd just be sitting there trying to get your car started. You know what I always, (laughs) what I'd always do is I always would like, pat and rub the dashboard and the steering wheel and like kind of try to sweet talk my cars I called my rabbit bun bun so I would say come on bun bun 
Like, you know, and I would kind of try to negotiate with Bun Bun and say things like, if you just start this one time for me, I like, I promise I will, whatever, like fill in the blank. Like I would make promises and try to negotiate with the car that if it would just start, then, you know, I'd put premium gas in it or whatever, which was never true. My gas budget was 10 bucks a week. But yeah, I used to negotiate with the car and I would pat it and kind of bang like and then I'd get angry and kind of bang and slam my hand on the dash or the steering wheel Um, and I would pout and get frustrated and kind of a lot of what you might see in my cranking videos, um, the ones where I'm speaking or have more emotion a lot of that's just <laughs> natural channeled car trouble emotion that I've actually experienced in real life. So, okay, I'm going to stop there. That's just an intro into some, we, I can like go into specific stories down the road metaphorically. And because I, I don't want this podcast to run on too long But I do want to thank you guys for your questions and your emails. Feel free to reach out to me at mimifootnip at gmail.com. Keep the conversation going. If you want to to support me, if you want to subscribe, buy clips from Clips for Sale from me. I also offer custom videos. Um, If you want to, I don't know, just talk pedal pumping, hit me up. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you next week. Same place, same time.